I used to skip school when I was a little bit young. <laughs> Here in like class four, I had just um, exited the Ugandan system and come back to the Kenyan system of education. And I think it was a little bit hard for me to adjust. And so back in the day, corporal punishment was the order of the day. But for me, I think I had gotten so used to it that what really mattered to me was when somebody actually told me the words tabiambaya or chinyunafaya tabiambaya, which narrowly translates into what you're doing is bad manners. I think the words used to hit me harder than the stick did because it used to stick somewhere in my mental being and I'd really question what I had done. And that, or rather those significant moments where I was told bad manners were what helped me to transition from doing something wrong to doing something right. I don't know what your source of medicine is, but for this particular episode, we're going to call it That's Bad Manners. Yep. That is bird, like literally bird. Bird what? Bird manners. So, <sighs> welcome to my podcast today, Sins and Coffee. This is Ryoba. And let's indulge on what I think is bird, awful, terrible manners. But before we get into that, I want to know how you're doing. I hope you've had a lovely week as we come to the end. <gasps> of the week i want to leave you with something that will maybe make you think a little bit about how you're doing how you're handling people or how society generally is going to look like with your actions probably somebody may feel like this is a moment of change another will be like yeah come on it's the society we live in today but the whole thing is when you are in you, when you are aware of your individuality as a person you don't necessarily need to conform to what everybody else is doing to fit in so yeah i hope you enjoyed this session um really sorry about the mishaps with the last episode anchor the anchor app was down for a few minutes but everything is back to normal i'll be sharing your thoughts in my next episode together with thoughts from this episode so keep calm and let's enjoy the show. Thank you. But back to bad manners. See, the word tabiambaya was not only something that would admonish me, but it was something that would make me really think about what I had done. Up to today, by the way, if you find me doing something and you're quick to tell me, hey, what are you doing? That's wrong. That's bad. <clears throat> I'm going to really sit down and evaluate what I'm doing because uh-uh, that's not good. You know, I don't know. It just hits a spot where I have to think and be like, yo, Ryoba, what are you doing? Are you serious? You know? And so I've been really studying how society is today and how we are treating investments, investments in ourselves and in different people. And I feel like there's a lot of bad manners that's going on that needs to be addressed. This is not an episode where I want to be a critic or be some self-righteous person because I know I also have my own flaws and this is not an episode where we make one party feel entitled to the other party's involvement in their lives no but this 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 for me feels like an episode where we all have a chance to cross-examine ourselves and ask ourselves 
with whatever we are doing in our positions of influence or just positions of being on top <laughs> in the society are being used for good. I don't know what your take is, but let me give you a practical example to set base for our conversation today. So, we live in a society today where we we're not really keen on uplifting each other. It's a man it man society, it's a me first society, it's a I come first society, and every other thing that makes it slightly less of a balance and slightly less fair to others who will be in positions of inferiority. Or a better word to use there will be what? Positions of what? Mm, where they're slightly less advantaged than the rest of us. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But the society as is, is very selfish. Now, the problem if we slowly transition to the selfishness from the bigger society, and now we are taking it down to our narrow circles. Yeah, that, if you ask me, is very bad manners. I'm sorry if anybody feels offended, but I gotta say it. Now, why do I say this? So, we live in a society that does not want to acknowledge each other, but we don't have a problem hanging out in our own cycles, like hanging out for societal or social and recreational purposes. Men and women, we all want to marinate each other. I want to call you out, pay your drinks and everything, which is fine. Especially women, we get to enjoy that a lot. Everybody is calling you over the weekend. What's up? What's What are you up to? Come to so-and-so. Let's have a drink or two. Fine. Let's have a co- cup of coffee. Perfect. But when shit hits the fun, these people who genuinely can be there are suddenly not there anymore. And that, if you ask me, is bad manners. See, when people want to marinate, and there's nothing wrong with marination, by the way, but when people want to marinate each other socially, but don't want to marinate each other when it comes to careers and investments, and basically just helping somebody find a way out, that is some form of you imposing slavery on other people where you want to be on top and have them at the bottom so that for a moment you feel like a slight demigod. And the problem with that is, yo, tables turn and they turn fast. Let's get into something more practical, yeah? So I recently got approached for some high-end consultancy. And it felt really nice for a moment that somebody would go out of their way to, you know, yeah, I saw this opportunity and I thought you'd fit, you'd be a good fit for it. So blah, blah, blah. You know, all those little nitty-gritties, yeah? But then this, um, this person says a statement that totally blows me out of my mind. The person goes, So, Ryoba, you mean I'm going to invest this much in you and then somebody will come and just sweep you off your feet and take you away and harvest all the planting that I've been doing? Excuse me, what? <laughs> You know, for a moment, I was like, so are you trying to say from my being born to right now, you want to take full credit for everything because you have an opportunity for me to do something that will probably benefit me. 
Now, to make matters worse, this is somebody who's already committed to somebody else. And I'm like, so what is it? You want to have... So everybody that you build, they're going to have to be some sort of property for you or what? Because I just don't get it. And you know, the truth is, that is how a majority of people behave in the society today. We're going to be quick to say, I know me, I'm not going to help so and so because if I help them, I'm not going to benefit from it. But what is so bad in just being... I'm not saying everybody needs to be a Mother Teresa, but what is so bad with being human for a moment? And I feel like it's bad manners when we feel entitled that we say the only reason we can only party with people but we can't pull them out of messes when they're in those messes is because we won't benefit from it. I don't know if I'm the only one who sees things differently, but that's that's just wrong. And it's okay. We all want to marinate each other. The only problem is we don't want to lift each other up. But isn't it possible to marinate people socially and also marinate them in their careers? I feel like that's more fulfilling. That's double fulfillment. Yo, I don't know. But anyway, that's just the first thought. So let's go back. Let's just rewind a little bit. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that anybody is entitled to you building them up. All I'm saying is how will tomorrow look like when our societal, when our social cycles keep wasting, yet at this point we are in a position of power or of influence where we can influence change, but we don't use it for good. You know, it reminds me of the story of the servants who are given talents in the Bible. If you don't use your talents, at some point they're going to be taken away from you. And it's not always literal that, yeah, they've just been taken away from you. You used to sing and now you can't sing. No. But what about where you used to sing but nobody attends your shows anymore? Or maybe you used to be a very good artist but nobody buys your art anymore. That's what I'm like, I feel like that's what I'm talking. I, I, I feel like that's what we need to question. But either way, from whatever perspective you decide to look at it from, it's really important to invest in your social cycle because at the end of the day, the beauty of growth is when you all grow together, not where you grow alone and other people keep saying, eh, yeah. I don't know how so-and-so is doing, but I know they're at the top. And you know, the moment you're there, there's no way you're going to look back down and wonder how the rest of the people are doing. Let's look at it from a different perspective. We keep saying your network is your network. But the truth is, are you creatively building your way up or are you merely squeezing yourself into tables that already exist? Take a practical example. When we were at the initial stages of our career or maybe discovering who we were and what we were doing, there was this constant phrase that used to be thrown around. Go for career forums, meet with professionals, blah, blah, blah. And all that, I used to find it pretty boring by the way, if you ask me, because you go for these seminars, you attend them, and you try to get close to somebody that you feel would be a good mentor for you or somebody you consider a role model, you're told, yeah, I just spoke an appointment. You're going to see them at some point. Listen, 
those opportunities take ages before they come and by the time you, they come probably you've even shifted your mind to a different career which is not wrong but my point is these people are meeting a lot of people you're not the only one you're not special they're going to be busy and frankly they don't give a damn i'm not saying all professionals don't care about anybody but i'm just telling you that things that are of more priority to them than sorting you out yet on the other hand you can creatively build your way up by ensuring that those people who are around you that are that you consider assets are being used as assets and not properties by assets i mean you realize i think if Ryoba is good in entrepreneurship and probably she needs to know how to ship let me teach her how shipping is done you see there's no money you've invested in there but you have enabled somebody to understand a faster and more effective way of bringing their goods in. And that is a plus. See, that's the thing. You being in a position of influence or in a position of power does not necessarily mean that you're going to have to constantly chip money. And no, that's even another bad habit that we've taught ourselves to have that the moment you're in power, you just think people want you for your money. No, sometimes people just wanna know how can I make it from point A to point B? I saw a meme uh, recently and it was saying, these guys want to go out, but I don't want to go out. I want to know how you made 100K the other day. Put me on game. And that is what I'm saying. When it comes to social investment, you've got to learn to put people on game. It's not all about taking them out for dates. It's not all about buy your, buying your boys drinks or giving them your machoma. No. It's about putting them on game so that at the end of the day, everybody is on a better level than they were yesterday. And at no point is that always financial. Comes in many other forms. By the end of the day, it's still going to be up to you. Do you feel like the society needs a little bit of revamping or we are okay as we are? Because I feel like if we stay the way we are, it will reach a point in life where we won't have anybody to go or anybody to depend on because everybody will be selfishly investing in themselves. And the problem with that level of distancing yourself from progressively realizing everybody's heading ahead is that we are not going to be moving anywhere at the end of the day. That's just my thought. So basic point is it's bad manners for you to be in a position where you can help somebody intellectually or in other means that are not necessarily financially and you don't want to do it because you feel like if you do it, they're going to be slightly ahead of you. Shame on you. And it's not a lecture. It's just something I feel like needs to be addressed because tomorrow needs to be better for everybody, not just the chosen few. And even if it's just for the chosen few, other people have a right to enjoy those places too. Self-investment, investing in yourself. Let's make it a little bit personal and hit a few points. Now, look at three very simple, very basic bad things in our lives that we constantly feel we want to get involved in. Now, this is not going to be an episode where we glamorize perfection. No, we're just going to mention things as they are. The gym, makeup, cleanliness. These are three things. Constantly, we have uh, this whole idea of body goals that we want to have. 
I want to have a waist that's 24 and hips that are 37, and I've got to do it in the gym. But there's no day you go to the gym or even try to work out in your own house. When it comes to makeup, let me use myself as an example. I have bushy eyebrows, you know? And I keep telling a few friends of mine, my goodness, Ivy, I want my eyebrows to look like yours. I want to trim them and make them look pretty like yours. But there's no day I've sat down and watched a tutorial to make my eyebrows. Even personal cleanliness. There are times when you just have a free day in the house, but you're too lazy to just wake up and remove your socks or clean your clothes that you've been using for the past week. Now, I'm not saying all those things are things that are important for us to do. What I'm saying is, when you say you want to do a little bit of something for yourself, to make yourself maybe feel better, or to develop yourself, or just to make your space clean, and you don't do it, that's bad manners. Because if you're feeling something needs to change, and you're not enacting the change then there's a problem with that. And again, we go back to the basics where we say, this is not always financial. These are things that are basic, simple, washing your dishes from the sink or washing your clothes and hanging them out to dry. Those are not things that are gonna need you to wait for your end month salary so that you decide if you can do it or not. No, those are things that you say, hey, there are too many dishes, I need to wash them and you wash them. But when you don't do it, you're constantly hindering the investment in yourself. Because if you can't invest in yourself from the smallest details or the tiniest details, how are you going to invest in yourself when it comes to maybe financial upgrades or career change and all that? Because just like a baby, you have to start mastering things from when they are, you know, small then you grow into things that are more complex. That's why a baby crawls before they walk, before they run. In the moment they try to do it vice versa, say that it's not going to work, or there's going to be a serious accident. And that's just it. Sometimes, even in that place that you are in where you feel like you've not done much for yourself, there are people who are constantly looking up to you. There's somebody who looks at you and says, I want to write like Gadoni. Or somebody looks at you and says, I want to sing like verse. And the problem is, when you let yourself down or when you stop the process for a second, you're going to delay somebody else who wants to do something because they're waiting for you to take a step so that they can take a step, especially for people who are following in your footsteps. But I'm not giving you the responsibility of taking care of other people. No, I'm just painting a picture in your mind of what might also be going on so that you're very conscious of your environment. But focusing on you alone. At the end of the day still, you have to take a tiny step if you are to see self-development. Okay? And the thing is, both for social investment and self-investment, the time is always now. Yes, me and the members of the Procrastinators Club We've got to understand that the time is now. And why do I say this? Take an example of you cycling with your friends. When you're cycling, if the road is smooth, you're not going to have a lot of problem with the whole cycling process or changing gears. 
But when you start going up a mountain, you're going to want to ease in the gears so that the cycling becomes easier. Or if you're going down a valley, you're going to want to tighten it so that you're not pedaling too fast that you crash. And that journey, or rather that cycling experience, is just like how life is. The smooth roads are definitely your very youthful years when you can shake it all or you can do three jobs at a time and you don't have a problem with it. But when it reaches to that point where you start climbing the hill, reaching your 40s and 50s, then things start to change. You're not as fast as you used to before. You can't do as much as you used to before. And you've got heavier responsibilities to manage at that point that you don't have time for probably a little bit of self-investment or new discoveries. There are very, you know, minimal instances where people did it the reverse way. But let's just look at life in reality as it is. Okay? I'm not saying that we need to conform to what society says life should play out. But I'm just looking at the realism of life as is. So, if you didn't do what you're supposed to do earlier on, you're going to have a problem doing it when you're in your 40s and 50s, or you're not going to do it and then you'll end up regretting, which is not a nice feeling. So, my thought is this. If you make plans to invest in yourself, push yourself out of your comfort zone, get an accountability partner and make sure you are able to do what you intend to do with your life. And if you're planning to invest in your social cycle don't just invest by taking them out on recreational ventures also invest in making them better people or moving them from one place to another because at the end of the day in as much as this is a man it man society one day you're gonna need somebody to help you and you'd rather have the right people around you who will come through for you well with that I hope it's something you can think about before the end of the day. As you go home, cheers and have a lovely weekend.